This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, and welcome to the World Wanderers Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Amanda, and we're your hosts. And today we're talking about dorm rooms. Dorm rooms, like with a Z. Uh, with like a super, S. super gangster and whatnot. Dorm rooms. Yeah, and sort of dorm room etiquette, I guess we'll call it. Or advice for staying in dorm rooms or what you can expect staying in dorm rooms. Yeah, so um, if you've never stayed in a dorm room before, and that's one of the things that holds you back from going traveling, um, you might think, oh, I need to stay in hotels. Hotels are expensive. I can't do this because you don't want to stay in hostels because... Uh, maybe your picture of a dorm room is a chaotic, unpleasant place. Um, a breeding zone. Hopefully we can <laughs> shed some light on how the order of a dorm room actually works. Because it is pretty orderly um, and it is a pretty good place to get some sleep. Yeah, for sure. And I think even before I ever stayed in a dorm room, I definitely had like worries and concerns about what it was going to be like. Like, oh, am I going to be able to sleep? Are people going to steal my stuff? Um, you know, am I going to be exposed to people having sex all the time? Like, is it just going to be like, like I kind of picture like a gymnasium with like a, or like a, like a playground with a bunch of monkeys just like going crazy on it. And it's not what it's like at all. Yeah. Not very many monkeys <laughs> staying in. <laughs> not many, not many slides either. Yeah. So actually, um, every hostel you go to will have its own set of rules for a dorm room whether that's like a curfew or not a curfew for like when you have to be back, but like a no loudness, maybe there's no food, no drinking. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what are some other rules that are common? Um, definitely like no food, no drinking, no outside gas. Um, like assigned beds is a big one. Mm-hmm. Like no bed switching without asking. There's all sorts of different rules. Like different, every different hostel has its different set of rules for their dorm rooms. Yeah, but this, so there's different rules. A lot of them are shared and common between different hostels. But then there's also kind of the standard etiquette that most backpackers follow in hostels, and that kind of I think is what defines the rules. Anyways, um, everyone is there for slightly different reasons, but in order to make things work. Um, people being empathetic to what others need usually see like a similar type of situation in the hostel. So what are the like basic, how does the basic order of a dorm room work? Um, so most dorm rooms have assigned beds. So it's like you usually walk into a dorm room and your bed has been assigned to you and it's, it's pretty clear like where your stuff is supposed to go and where your space is. Um, when it's not like that, it's usually like, okay, they'll bring you into the room and they'll be like this bed and this bed's free, like pick a bed. And once you've kind of like marked your bed, it's usually like, that's your space. And people seem to be like, okay, somebody's sleeping there. That's their bed. It's, I've never experienced coming into a room and having somebody like up on my top bunk, just like sitting amongst my pajamas and my book and, that sort of thing. Like people are very respectful that that's your bed. It has one time when we were staying in London in a hostel though, 
I didn't I have much stuff on my bed. I think it was just empty, actually. And we came home from drinking one night at like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something. And there was a guy sleeping in my bed. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like we had really like one-off events in our first like week of traveling. Like in our Iceland episode, we talk about how the worst snore we ever experienced was in that very first dorm room we ever stayed in together. And I think the only time we've ever come back and had somebody in one of our beds was that time. Which was like the second hostel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much like the fourth night on the road. Um, usually that doesn't happen though. Your bed's either like marked with your name or something like that. I think only once in a year of hosteling have I ever had somebody bring somebody back and potentially engage in some sort of sexual behavior. I think they were too drunk to actually do anything, but it is very rare that people do that. People seem to be fairly cognizant of the fact that there's other people in the room and that it's, it's not really appropriate to have sex in a dorm room full of 10 other people. Yeah. So that may be a big concern for a lot of people. Um, and it, so in my experience, hosteling, we've, I've probably spent like 250 nights in hostels and dorm rooms and like never um, had an experience with where I thought people were having sex. So either they're doing it quietly or <laughs> finding other interesting places to do it outside of the dorm room. But if you are, if that's a big concern for you going um, and staying in dorm rooms, like I wouldn't worry about that because it doesn't seem to happen. Yeah. Especially too, if you're traveling, you know, on your own, if you stay in um, a same sex dorm, I guess. Like if you stay in a female or male specific, it's pretty unlikely that somebody's going to bring back somebody of the opposite sex into that dorm room. I mean, in saying that, it does happen, but it's been, I mean, I've experienced it one time and it was so minor, and Ryan's never experienced it. So I think people are aware that that's embarrassing for them too. Like they don't really want to deal with that the next morning. So people are respectful of that. Um, people don't tend to turn on lights if they come back late and in the same way, turning lights on early in the morning, if they have to get up early, there seems to be a certain level of respect for the fact that people are there in the dorm room to sleep and between the hours of like 11 PM and 8 AM lights will stay off. Yeah. And the common convention seems to be like the first person goes to sleep. Um, a lot of times when people go to sleep earlier, like if people go to sleep at nine o'clock in the hostel, a lot of times they don't even turn off the lights. Um, yeah. They'll just put on an eye mask or tuck their head under their covers or just sleep with the lights on. But usually when someone does turn off the lights, um, people don't turn on the lights if they see someone sleeping. Yeah. Everybody has, tends to have like cell phones or iPods or some sort of device these days where they'll just use their flashlight. Or one thing that I always travel with is a headlamp. And that way you can read in your own bed. You can, you know, get ready to bed, like get ready for bed or get up early in the morning without having to turn on the light and bother other people. You can just use your own little light. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of driven by like respect and empathy for the other people. But also there's like this Usually the people who are going to bed early are getting up early in the morning and the people going to bed late are trying to sleep in. So there's a bit of like, oh, I got to be nice to these people who are already asleep because <laughs> they could really like bother me in the morning. Yeah, totally. And I've definitely had that sort of thought, like going to bed early. It's like, I'll get stressed that people are going to be loud later. I'm like, well, if they're loud later, like I'm probably going to be more loud in the morning. Um, and usually they're not loud. Like they want to sleep too. 
Like, I think the thing that's important to remember is everybody's there to get sleep, whether or not it's sleeping from 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. or sleeping from 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. People want to get sleep. Yeah. And um, in regards to that, in the morning, usually, like something I never expect to do is if I have to get up for an early flight at like five or even like six, sometimes even seven, like I never expect to be able to turn on the light for the entire room at that time to pack. So it like usually seems like almost everyone does this, like pack the night before um, and then have like a light accessible so you can do what you need to do in the morning to get out of the room without turning on light, without disturbing everyone else. For sure. And I've experienced people even who aren't that packed, who like drag their bag out into the hall and kind of just like, take a few trips to get all their stuff outside and then get organized if they haven't had time to pack the night before. So it's just people tend to be respectful of the fact that people are sleeping, uh, which is good. And I would definitely recommend if you're you know, planning to stay in a hostel and you're either arriving late or you know you have to get up early to just be cognizant of the fact that you're in a room with other people and to be prepared to for how you're going to deal with that. Yeah, and you have to... Um, be willing to be flexible with your sleep schedule. I know on this last trip we went on, we came from uh, living in an apartment by ourselves, working, so we had kind of shifted to like an earlier sleep, earlier get up schedule, and that caused us a bit of frustration in our first like couple weeks in hostels in Colombia, because um, in a hostel like people go out and do stuff, and you can't try to be sleeping at like. 10 is like a bit early to try to be sleeping because people are going to be like preparing to go out and stuff. So um, I think it's pretty fairly reasonable to expect to go to sleep at 11 and wake up at 8 or like 7.30. Like that's usually you're pretty clear with through those hours in terms of having an undisturbed sleep. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think there is like one of my fears with staying in a dorm room is like, oh, people are going to like touch my stuff. They're going to like steal my clothing. They're going to steal my valuables. I think it's important to remember that everybody who's traveling has a passport. Everyone has money. Everyone has a credit card. Everyone's got that device that they're, it's kind of their lifeline to home and nobody wants that stuff stolen. So just keep in mind that you're not the only person who has stuff that's very meaningful to them. Um, and if you're respectful in the space, people tend to be too. In saying that most hostels tend to have some form of like locker or like space to lock up your valuables. And, you know, I always try to create rapport or like a friendship or some sort of communication with the people in the room. But at the same time, I don't want to risk them bringing a friend in who has no connection with me and them stealing my money. So I just lock up the things that really mean a lot to me. So there's no worry or concern or I don't have stuff stolen. I don't have to blame people later. And I think it's just important to you know, lock up your passport and your, your money, your wallet, your cell phone, if that's really important to you. Yeah. And if that is a big concern for you, um, your stuff is accessible to other people, but we've, I've, we've hardly ever seen people get stuff stolen in a dorm room. Um, so it's not that common that stuff does get stolen out of a dorm room. And for us, like we're both pretty risk adverse. So we use the lockers and usually pack up our bags and sometimes lock them. But most of our hosteling experience, like the majority of people in hostels just like leave their stuff everywhere. Yeah. So you almost like... And like leaving like 
wallets and computers just like lying out while they're out for the day. Like lots of people are really trusting in other people, which is maybe I'm not that trusting. I'm not that trusting. But so it's a situation where you don't really have to make sure your stuff is super, super secure. Just like making it more secure than all the other stuff in your room is going to do the trick. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, just remembering that you may have stuff that you don't want to lose, but everyone else in that room has stuff they don't want to lose. Totally. And they're not really concerned about your stuff. They're concerned about their stuff. Um, and people are in hostels, like generally very respectful of each other's things. Um, no one really touches or moves people's stuff unless like you really have to. Yeah. And I think that's another thing too. Like people don't touch your stuff, but in saying that when you put your stuff down, it's important to remember like you're in a bunk bed. If you're on the bottom bunk, you know, your stuff needs to go in a place, but the top person's stuff also needs a space. And uh, if I'm on the bottom bunk, I always try to remember like my bag shouldn't really go in front of the ladder for them to get up because they need to take off their shoes and get up to their bed. And I always try to keep my bag fairly neat and tidy. So it's not like my stuff is sprawled out everywhere because that's just messy for everyone. And people don't really want to be in like a messy space. I think that's a pretty common thing. People tend to keep their stuff sort of to their bed, to their own space. It's like you talk to your, your bunk mate above or below you. It's like, oh, is my stuff cool here? Okay, yeah. Is mine cool here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, people are really understanding if you just kind of have that open line of communication and you are respectful of where your stuff is and how much space you're taking up. Yeah, and I think for, for people who have been backpacking for even like a short amount of time, um, it's really easy to empathize with pretty much everyone else in, in the dorm room because you've stayed on top bunks, you've stayed on bottom bunks, you've gone out late and wanted to sleep in, you've gone to bed early and, and had to get up for an early flight, um, you've had to cram your stuff in a corner because the person on the bottom bunk was taking up all the space, you've been in tiny dorm rooms, big dorm rooms. So it's easy to see, you start to know, okay, this person's probably feeling this because of this, and you can look out for how where the middle ground is to make everyone kind of happy and satisfied because you know what people are experiencing. Mm -hmm. So it seems like a lot of the, the people who do backpack for a little while are usually very conscious of the other people in the dorm room. Yeah. And then sometimes it's just people who come in with a group of friends for one night and don't really, don't really care. You know, they'll pre drink in the dorm room until like 1130 and then come home at four and, turn on the light or something crazy like that. Yeah. And actually when we were talking about like going to bed early, I was thinking about when we were in Cartagena in Colombia and there was a group of Argentinian girls who were on like a break from school. I think it was like, it was a holiday and they were all up by the beach and they're just like getting ready, changing outfits. And like, we're just trying to chill out. And I think, you know, if you're traveling in a big group, try and get into like a dorm room that's the size of your group so that you're kind of the whole room um, it is uncomfortable for other people. And especially if you're traveling solo to be in a room with a group of people, that's kind of like running the show in the room. Um, I think like, yeah, if you are a group or splurge on a hotel room, cause in that case, it's probably not going to cost you much different. Like if you're a group of four to get like two double beds in a hotel room, it's probably going to be about the same as if you're in a six bed dorm, yeah. it'll be much more comfortable for you. Yeah. And just kind of in closing, if you are worried about, um, 
you really value like sleep and um, feeling safe and and that's what's holding you back from staying in dorms. I think in most dorm rooms, if you go to like non-party hostels, you're going to be satisfied with your dorm room experience, especially if you stay in like six bed dorms, eight bed dorms, like the smaller side of things. Mm-hmm. Even four bed dorms. Mm-hmm. Like they're pretty tiny. Half the time they're not even full. Yeah. They're small. Yeah. I find four bed dorms a bit awkward. It's because we travel as a couple. Mm-hmm. It's because we're like two. So if there's like one other person, then it's kind of awkward. <laughs> um, another good tip is like if you're looking to go to a hostel and have a good time, try to keep in mind that the dorm room isn't really designed as a place for pre-drinking and partying. Or even if you're like going with a group of people, just try to remember that there are common spaces in I think every dorm or every hostel I've ever been in, there's a common space where you can drink and be loud and listen to music and have a good time. And the dorm room is intended for a place to sleep. And like, you know, we've been with people or like been having a good time and we've pre-drank in dorm rooms and done that sort of thing. But having been on the other side of it and experienced people doing that when I wasn't really up for partying, it is a little bit annoying when somebody just wants to, if you just want to read your book and go to bed or like check your email or just relax and somebody's like partying and pre-drinking because the common spaces are for that exact purpose. That's why they're there. And with that too, if you are looking to relax, um, the dorm room's not really a place to just like turn on music loudly or to watch a movie without headphones or to take a phone call. Again, there's common spaces in hostels for that type of thing. I think. Yeah. And then all that stuff's obviously like you can do all of that stuff in a dorm room. Like totally stop you. And like a lot of people are good about being assertive and saying like, Oh, it's really hard for me to do what I want to do when you're here. There's this other space, but like there is quite a bit of passive passivity and like passive aggressive behavior where people will like take retribution on you for bothering them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's all sorts of people out there that'll do different things and deal with things in different ways. I think though, if you generally just keep in mind that if you behave in a way that you want people to behave, people tend to be more receptive to that behavior. If that makes sense. And just remember that the dorm room is supposed to be a safe place where you can come back and have a good sleep. And that's what it's intended for. And if you use it as such, um, then other people tend to be doing the same thing, I think. Anything else? Cool. Go out, book a hostel, go traveling. Uh, Check out the show notes at www.theworldwanders.com and shoot us an email if you have any other things, thoughts, or feelings on uh, dorm rooms at theworldwanderspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.